Welcome to the Keto Camp Podcast. This week's quote comes from Max Lugavere. The brain loves to use fat for fuel. Hey, Keto Camper, so grateful to have you on this episode of the Keto Camp Podcast with a great educator, Max Lugavere. He's done some phenomenal work out in the field of brain health. He has a great book called Genius Foods, which talks all about the benefits of using fat for fuel. And that's what this talk is about. On this episode, Max is going to explain how using fat for the brain is our birthright, how the brain is constructed of fat, but it needs to be the right fat. He's gonna break down his favorite fats to eat, the importance of intermittent fasting, a little hack for you to incorporate right before bed and right after waking up to extend the fast, and so much more. Before I bring Max onto the show, I wanna ask you to please leave the Keto Camp Podcast a rating and review if you haven't done so already. It really helps out the show to get in other people's hands. So please take a second here to pause the podcast and just leave it a rating and review on Apple Podcast. Also, take a screenshot of this episode and post it on your Instagram story or Instagram profile. Tag me in it and I'll be sure to see that and post it on my story. My Instagram handle is at thebenazadi. That's T-H-E-B-N-A-Z-A-D-I. This episode is sponsored by the world's healthiest coffee, which is Purity Coffee Beans. I love Purity Coffee Beans. It's the only coffee that I drink. They are highest in antioxidants, mold-free. They taste delicious, and they're loaded with polyphenols and antioxidants, which are going to bring down inflammation and help your fat-burning hormones do their job. I have a coupon code for Keto Campers. If you head to www.ketocampcoffee.com, use Keto Camp at checkout for 10% off. Let's get into this episode with Max Lugavere. We went from being hunter-gatherers, eating according to seasonal availability. The world was our buffet. We consumed, we got our nutrients from the 50,000 edible plant species that there are around the world, and we became settlers, essentially becoming slaves to the few crops that we could domesticate. Over time, our brains lost the volumetric equivalent of a tennis ball. So let me just rephrase that so you really get it. We ate a certain way for two million years that led to the evolution of our brains, and then we turned our backs on that diet. And this ultimately paved the way for the fact that today, 60% of the calories that we consume worldwide come from three plants. Three plants, wheat, corn, and rice. Perhaps even worse, 50 years ago, these crops became the basis of our dietary guidelines, where for the first time in human history, human beings were told how to eat. We were told to base our diets on healthy whole grains. I mean, I grew up, the food pyramid, which is now debunked, existed, telling me that if I wanted to be healthy, I needed to load up on anywhere between six to 11 servings of grains per day. And today, the advice is still given that to be healthy, we need to incorporate grains in every meal. Well, when we look at research like what was recently published by Cochrane, which is an organization that has a partnership with the World Health Organization and is known for their unbiased, systematic reviews of medical research, we see that there is no evidence to suggest that eating grains, including whole grains, improve our health. 
Now, in this research review, they looked at a certain kind of a trial. They looked at a randomized control trial. Now, randomized control trials are the only kinds of trials that can show cause and effect, which is why this research is so important. But perhaps the most insidious thing about these three grains is that today they're pulverized and packaged and sold to us in processed foods that line our supermarket aisles. These ultra-processed foods now make up 60% of the calories that we consume worldwide. When we consume these exact kinds of foods, they set off the equivalent of a forest fire in the body, and the brain sits directly downwind of that fire. That fire that I'm talking about, that's called inflammation. And inflammation directly accelerates brain aging and worsens pre-existing disease states. Now, our bodies have an incredible capacity to repair from inflammation. Right? That's what's so great about being a biological entity. You know, our bodies are so smart. But the problem is our bodies need the proper ingredients to be able to repair from inflammation. Unfortunately, today, 90% of Americans are now deficient in at least one vitamin or mineral. Why do you think that is? Well, that's because we're basing our diets around not only these ultra-processed foods, but processed foods made from these three crops, which are pretty scarce when it comes to nutrients. They're calorically dense, but they are not nutrient-dense, which is a key differentiator. The other thing that these foods do very well is they send levels of blood sugar through the roof. And when blood sugar is elevated, an ancestral hormone in our bodies also becomes elevated. That hormone is called insulin, and insulin is the body's chief fat storage hormone. The fact that we're relying so much on these kinds of foods is why, for the first time in history, there are more overweight people walking the earth than underweight. Now, the other thing that insulin does really well is it turns your fat cells into the equivalent of a subway turnstile in midtown Manhattan during rush hour. Basically, calories can flow into your fat cells, but they can't come out. Now, this is very problematic because there are certain organs in our body that have evolved to use fat and use it remarkably well, in particular, the brain. The brain loves to use fat for fuel. In fact, I call fat our body's birthright fuel. You see, when we're born, human babies come packaged with an unusual amount of fat. Our fatness rivals that of baby seals, actually. We come packaged with a really high percentage of body fat. I don't mean to make any babies in the audience insecure. <laughs> if there are any babies in the audience, I apologize. But it's actually fascinating why it's believed we come packaged with so much fat. You see, the human baby is born with a half-baked brain. We complete our development in the world. This is often referred to as the fourth trimester. If we were born cognitively with the skills that some of our simian ancestors are born with, our gestation would be twice as long. This is one of the reasons why human beings are so smart. We complete our development in the world, and it's thought the fat that we come packaged with serves as a sort of mophie for the developing brain. The developing brain is incredibly energy-hungry, too. This is why that's so useful. The newborn brain uses 90% of the baby's metabolic rate. So that means that 90% of the oxygen and calories that the baby is consuming goes to fuel its brain. But the baby couldn't possibly consume enough calories to support that, therefore, fat. In the human adult brain, the ability to use fat for fuel is not lost. In fact, as adults, our brains still love to use fat. It could almost be said, almost, that when the brain is using fat for fuel, it's not aging. And the fact that we constantly, chronically deny the ability of the brain to use fat for fuel due to our chronically high-carbohydrate diets, well, this might be one of the most detrimental aspects of the modern diet. And this could partly explain why it's thought that 40% of Alzheimer's cases may be attributable to chronically elevated insulin alone. Again, insulin is the hormone that turns our cells into that subway turnstile. And this was a figure published in the Journal of Alzheimer's Disease, which is one of the leading dementia journals worldwide.
So knowing what I know about the brain and how, how to properly feed it, I've become obsessed with uh, what I like to describe as resetting my brain to its factory settings. So I like to spend more time um, with my body and brain in a low insulin state. And the quickest way, the best and most efficient way of getting your body and brain to a low insulin state is via fasting. Luckily, we all fast every single day, and this is when we're sleeping. So what I like to do is I like to pad my sleep by two or three hours on each side with an additional time frame in which I'm not eating. A lot of people call this intermittent fasting, but essentially, one of the main goals of intermittent fasting is to allow your body and brain to spend more time in a low insulin state. When it's time for me to eat, I opt for nutrient density, which describes food that have foods, rather, that have a very high ratio of nutrients to calories. And there's no better example of that than dark leafy greens, like kale and spinach. They have tons of nutrients that protect your brain cells and help your brain cells create energy, and they have very few calories. In fact, the consumption of dark leafy greens is associated with reduced aging by up to 11 years. I eat lots of eggs. You see, I learned that when an embryo is developing, the first structure to develop is the nervous system, which includes the brain. Therefore, an egg yolk is literally designed by nature to contain all of the necessary ingredients required to grow a healthy brain. I also eat two to three servings of humanely raised, grass-fed red meat per week. If I was a premenopausal woman, I would probably eat three to four because red meat contains an abundance of highly bioavailable micronutrients. And in fact, a lot of people today say that there's no place for meat in a healthy diet. But to that, I invoke uh, a quote from one of my heroes, Carl Sagan, who said that extraordinary claims require extraordinary evidence. And researchers believe that it's not just access to meat, but cooked meat that catalyzed the growth of our brains during our evolution. I eat lots of fatty fish, salmon, wild salmon, and sardines. And this is actually my perfect plate. It's half, if not more, filled with colorful, fibrous vegetables and a piece of protein that's not just protein. It's got a ton of essential micronutrients, like DHA fat, which is one of the most important structural building blocks of the brain. We now know that the adult brain can grow new brain cells up until death. But the impetus there is, is that we need to supply our brains with the appropriate building blocks to do so. I also eat tons of fruit, but not all fruits, okay? I eat lots of avocados. Avocados have the highest percentage of fat-protecting antioxidants of any fruit or vegetable. This is really important and really key for brain health because your brain is constructed of fat. 60% of the brain, by weight, is fat, but it's a kind of fat that is highly vulnerable and prone to oxidation. We need to supply our bodies with fat-soluble antioxidants like vitamin E, I eat lots of avocados, an avocado a day. Well, I hope you enjoyed that episode with Max. It should have inspired you to definitely add more eggs and avocados to your keto diet. Check out this entire talk by Max on the TEDx Talks YouTube channel. I will put a link for that talk. It's titled, Dementia is Preventable Through Lifestyle. Start now. Max Lugavere, TEDx Venice Beach. Max has some great work. Head over to his website, maxlugavere.com. Subscribe to his newsletter. He puts out some great content in the email inbox. And lastly, definitely get his book, Genius Foods. I will put a link for that in the notes of this podcast. It's a great book to understand which fats you should be eating to prevent things like Alzheimer's, to fuel the brain, and to lose weight and to feel good. So check out that book, Genius Foods. Check out the links in the notes of this podcast episode and go check out Max. Hey, if you'd like to get health coaching from me, and be a part of an amazing community with over 100 plus videos 
all about keto, fasting, sleep, fitness, performance, all things perfect health, plus meal plans and support and a structure that's going to help you get the keto and fasting results that you want that are going to stick. Head over to ketocampacademy.com. Sign up to become a member of the Keto Camp Academy. I'd love to teach you everything I know and help you get the results that you are desiring. That's ketocampacademy.com. Lastly, before I sign off for today, head over to youtube.com and subscribe to the Keto Camp YouTube channel. We release five brand new videos on the Keto Camp YouTube channel every week. That's youtube.com slash Keto Camp. Thanks so much for listening to this entire episode through. You'll hear me on the next one. This podcast is for information purposes only. Statements and views expressed on this podcast are not medical advice. This podcast, including Benazadi, disclaim responsibility from any possible adverse effects from the use of information contained herein. Opinions of guests are their own, and this podcast does not accept responsibility of statements made by guests. This podcast does not make any representations or warranties about guest qualifications or credibility. Individuals on this podcast may have a direct or non-direct interest in products or services referred to herein. If you think you have a medical problem, consult a licensed physician.